This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to And thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? I finally start getting stuff set up. My studio is nearly there. I finally got the, the soundproofing foam and all that kind of stuff. But do you know what? I had to spend this afternoon sewing that bad boy onto a bit of fabric. So basically, when I first did it, it's all like, I'll just attach it with like some Velcro. Or these. So basically, to make the podcast sound a bit better, I got these, these foam things, that the acoustic dampeners. And... Uh, yeah, I had to sew them all on today because I, the first time I stuck them with Velcro, it didn't work. So I had to sew them all on by hand. I was like, Do you know what? It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Um, but it looks all right. I'm not going to lie. It looks passable. It's not professional. But um, yeah. Why did you sew them onto a piece of fabric? Because I want the piece of fabric to attach to the wall because it's easier than sort of gluing them onto a something or whatever. So maybe I need to get a hot glue gun. Maybe that would be the best bet because it does look a little bit ramshackle. Oh, well, I can't be helped. Um, so, yeah, so as, as you're probably well aware, I moved flat just before the new year. And, uh, yeah, so I'm still trying to get my life on track and all that kind of stuff. The things are returning back to normal, which is important. I'm getting there with it, which is good uh, because, well, well, basically it's, it's good to, you know, be in a state where you are starting to find normality because the new year always does that. And I think it's now starting to die down a little bit. And... Um, yeah, and uh, so just getting back to normal life, really. Back to life, back to reality, back to the here and now. Um, and you know what? I've started venturing out a bit more, like further afield and all that kind of stuff. And I've noticed there's a, a new trend amongst the youngsters, and that is ripped jeans. Now, when I was a when I was a wee nipper, it was also quite popular to have uh, holes in your jeans. I don't think it was necessarily a fashion statement, but it's more of a thing of it's okay to have holes in your jeans because that's what happens to jeans, and it just looks cool and it's all grungy and all that kind of stuff. And you know, it was actually like a, a thing back then, but it was a natural sort of rips in your jeans. And uh, I remember I used to <laughs> I used to have this little wrist on the right on the knee, and there used to be like a, a certain point where it'd be like it's like string. Um, sort of just like you'd better see your leg, mostly your knee, and there'd be string across it. Uh, and it was like you know, you'd, sometimes you'd sort of squat down or kneel down, then you'd hear like a few pings, and it's like, yep, the jeans have finally given up the ghost. Time to throw these bad boys out because if those would be worn out and about and it was raining, this is England, bearing in mind, so it's very likely when you're walking around, there's loose strings sort of flapping about your jeans. You know, it's just a bit annoying, sort of like, just slapping. It's like, stop with the slapping on my leg. It's annoying me. So, um, so yeah. Um, that used to be a, th- a thing way back when. And um, it's something that is has continued. No, it hasn't continued. There was a time when it was very unacceptable. And uh, I haven't seen ripped jeans until quite recently. But I remember there was this weird sort of fad in the sort of the early 2000s where you'd get like dirty jeans like they were just they were worn jeans you have to buy these sort of worn jeans so basically like a pair of jeans they, they looked grungy and they were like sort of dirty and all that kind of stuff you know it was, that was the fashion um and i remember they used to feel sort of oily and gross because obviously that's that's what was on it because there's sort of 
oil-based dirt that would hopefully stick in. And um, I remember I went to my nan's house, and she was like, you need your jeans washed. And I was like, this is the fashion, nan. Um, and it was like, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's fun- the funny thing was, though, is about those dirty jeans. Those jeans, they actually, uh, they they do wash out. So, um, yeah. It's the, the, the dirt that you paid for, that you paid through the nose for, uh, ended up just being completely superfluous to its uh, needs. I don't know what that means. It's probably messed up there. It's superfluous is a word. It just means extraneous. <laughs> Sorry, I made myself laugh there. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, so, as I, as I get back to what I was originally talking about, uh, holy jeans. So, I've noticed there's a new trend of jeans that have holes in them. So, it's like, okay... So you see people and they've got their, 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 you can see their leg, you know, you see their legs sort of there. And they'd be like rips all the way down, like on both legs. They sell like it's got two legs, it's sort of rips all the way across and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, nothing, it, some of them like a bit over the top. I swear, I saw someone with a pair of jeans that I could, it was like, you know, I can really describe it. It's like they had this bit here um, sort of above their thighs was intact. And then just below, just as their ankles, you know, their ankles, there'd be like a just a massive hole there. So you could literally see all of their legs. It's like they're wearing shorts, right? It's the oh, chaps. There you go. It looks like they're wearing chaps, but with nothing underneath. And it's like, why are you doing that for? That can't be necessarily warm in this weather because that's insane. You know, it's it's insane to be wearing jeans that aren't really covering because jeans are probably one of the warmest fabrics out there. Um, obviously, no sweatpants are, but no one should be wearing sweatpants out and about because that should be just illegal. Like, put some jeans on, um, and or just autumn chinos. Just never, sw- never sweatpants. Please, just never sweatpants. Um, yeah, so they're basically one of these sort of chaps and that kind of stuff. It's like this is weird, man. You shouldn't be doing that. That's just strange. And I, it was really funny actually because obviously it becomes a common thing, you know, when you see people doing that, and. Um, you know, it, it it's very weird when you see someone who shouldn't really be wearing the ripped jeans look. Like I saw somebody uh, who was, I'd say, probably a bit too old to be wearing that kind of clothing. So, um, so yeah, it was it was just a bit weird, really, because it's like, well, it, it just looked weird on you. Um, I mean, the thing is, and I, this I want to just stress this is very important. Um, you know, I th- I think people should wear what the heck they want, and it's perfectly fine. But it just didn't sit right for me, okay? It's it, not to say that they shouldn't do it. Go ahead. Just me personally, I wouldn't wear it. Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things, really. Um, yeah, it's just very strange. And the thing is with, with ripped jeans also, as I mentioned earlier, it's like when you, well, when I was a kid back in the 90s, you know, because back in the 90s, I was in a very famous decade. Um and it was just a thing that, you know, it just naturally happened. But people, you know, now make their own ripped jeans. And they're going, like, buck wild with it. Like, you really should calm down with your, with all your, with all your, all your cutting. It's a bit too much. It's a bit, a little, little bit too much, maybe. A, a smidge too much. Uh, it's, you know, it becomes a caricature at some point, which is the look that you're probably not looking for. So, um, so, yeah. Um. Anyway, do you know what? I'm getting a little bit dry, so you know what that means. You know, it's now time for tarot and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ah, 
So uh, it's now time for Tarrant Tea. So have a quick old, uh, quick old sip of the tea. Mmm. That is a nice cup of tea. And um, so, yeah, I'm currently drinking a chai. But uh, it also means that it's now time to do a tarot reading. Now, for the uninitiated, it's quite simple, really. Uh, I'm going to just uh, shuffle the deck of cards, and I'm going to draw three cards. And so basically it's like, um, you know, the first card is the past. Then you've got the second card, which is the present. And then the, the third one, which is the future. So, you know, that's the way it's going to work. Oh, we've got the, the seven of sticks or the seven of wands, whatever you want to call it. Uh, basically, it's just some dude wielding a, one of his many wands slash sticks at the ground. So, you know, if this in the past, this, you know, this has happened. But I'm pretty sure this card's been up in the past before. So, um, you know, it's like whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole problems. You got seven problems, but one one of them isn't a problem because it's actually helping you. So you're asking a lot of uh, stuff you've done, in the, you know, in the past. Your whack-a-mole status of things, you know, this could be for you. So the uh, present day, oh, we've got the nine of cups here, which is basically just uh, some little dude here with his. Uh, he's sort of sitting there with his his cups. He's very proud. He's like a house of cups, as it were, like a a, a well-filled trophy cabinet of cups and you know sitting there posing there um you know with his with the many things that he's achieved so basically if if you've if you've gone to like an award ceremony and um you're starting to get over your whack-a-mole problems this could be for you so the future this is the third card so the third card which is unwritten i always say this it hasn't happened yet so don't worry just yet the future could be holding oh it's the uh, it's the it's the it's the two of swords here which is basically someone sitting on the shoreline uh, with their two swords held aloft above them, and they're also blindfolded. Quite important there, so that you know the future could be holding. I don't know maybe a decision that you have to make, and uh, you have to make it not necessarily knowing all the facts. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, that's what the future could be holding. So anyway, this has been tarot and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ah. So anyway. It's uh, time for me to have a very quick little break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at manininaroom.co.uk. Okay, so uh, I'm back. Hello, how's it going? Um, I've been listening to the radio quite a bit recently, actually, because my brother was saying to me, oh, do you know what? Listening to the radio is actually pretty good. Like You have it on the background. It's sort of like a little... Like a little friend in the background, we're just playing your music and chatting to you and all that kind of stuff, which is quite nice. And um, I like listening to new styles of music and all that kind of thing. You know, it's one of my quests in life is to just find new music. And listening to the radio is absolutely fantastic for that. It really is. And um, you know, I found so many great bands. There's a, there's a, a ba- here's a band for you. A band called Wet Leg. They're rather good. Got a new album out coming on the 8th of April, I believe, which is rather exciting. And uh, you've also got um, Sons of Kemet as well. Uh, Tom York's Smile. Is that, no, The Smile, sorry. Not Smile. That's that's the Brian Wilson album. But if this actually brings up the pretty important topic is like people who take music really, really seriously. Like, I love music. I love finding new things to listen to. And I just love just finding things to enjoy on an audio level, you know. And um, it's, it's not bad. I mean, that's something that I enjoy um, doing. And it's fine, you know. 
um, it's, okay, it's okay for me. So basically, what I'm, I've said that as a statement, and now it's going to be like having said that, um, you know, because I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. That's what it is. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, um, what's I saying? Um, people take music way too seriously. Like there are people out there who take it so serious, like it's almost obscene. Um, there are people who just won't listen to specific bands, like oh this band here. No, I'm like never gonna listen to those people because of X, Y, Z. Or it's like no, um, you know. I just find that people take music way, way too seriously on a on a level where you know they just seem to treat it like a fine wine. Like they've been mulling it over, sort of slushing it around the, the glass and going, yo, this has got a lovely bouquet and all that kind of thing. Sort of like really getting down to the nuts and bolts of like, oh, listen to the actual production value of this. Listen to this. The, the hi-hat's a little bit too loud for me personally. But it, it it's fine because I can just adjust it on my settings on my extremely expensive audio machine. And it's like, well, do you know what? Just have it in the background. Mu- good music should transfer no matter what it comes through, you know? And I think that that is something that um, people just, oh. And when it comes to actually finding sort of new music and all that kind of stuff, it's just, the the radio isn't necessarily the best way of doing that. Because I listen to a radio station, which will remain nameless, <coughs> Six Music. Um, they they talk about music like it is a fine wine. like they And they always use the phrase, oh, this is phenomenal. Is it Phenomenal phenomenal this is phenomenal phenomenally this is a song or a band that is like a phenom a nun and it's like okay so you know it's they're phenomenal it's like well no a phenomenon is it's 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 it's, it's a terrible film by john travolta that's what it is but it's also like when something happens like oh this is like oh this is special on almost like a spiritual level kind of thing it's like shine. Oh, it's sublime. What do you mean it's sublime? Sublime? What do you mean? I've only ever heard music being called sublime. And it basically like sub- subliminal music. It's like it's just like not listenable. Or, you know, it's sort of a thing that is at a level which is so small that it's just like, you know, it's subliminal. Uh, having a sublime flavour in a meringue, such as lime, that's that's sublime. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. I'm so sorry. Uh, I couldn't help myself. Um, but yeah, you know. But yeah, so I just find that people who take music way too seriously, it's just a bit like, what are you doing? Um, because, uh, yeah, I, I, it's just, I'd, I used to go on these websites uh, about the Beatles. There's just, they would discuss the Beatles at a ridiculous level, like almost like an intricate pixel high atom level of like or what is the best possible way to listen to this music and it's crazy and it's something i turned my back on many years ago in fact um i've actually got an entire collection of the beatles on vinyl and the thing is that i know for a fact that the the pressings that i got aren't very good because they were basically given well that was part of this kit like you'd buy them cheaply they were these cheap nasty records from Italy because it's the you know is the cheapest way of doing it of you know getting them all because there's quite a few of them and there's quite a few you know double ones and such so on and so forth and um you know it's it's um 
it can, you know, can get expensive. I've got these little cheap Italian things, and I didn't really care about it. And I was looking on this website, like, so what was the best versions of? No, no, that, that wasn't it. I was looking up, I was looking up information about these Diagnostini records that I had, just to see, you know, people reviewing them to say how crap they were, because you know, I, I, they were cheap and nasty, so it's fine. You expect this, and it turns out that they're actually their own thing and apparently the there's one of the albums is, is actually the best way of listening to that specific album on vinyl i was like no way so this actually was a good investment but they basically said there's actually no proper difference between the, the expensive ones and the cheap ones i'm like yes finally uh my luck is coming in as it were um but yeah um and uh yeah I and also when people say you know when you say that you like a specific band um, and they all say like, "Oh, what's your favorite song?" If you say they're like their big hit or their most famous song, like, well, actually, I prefer this this B side. This this B side on like, um, they did this song on uh, their 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 song. Uh, There's no home home view here, girl. Um, the the B side to that. It's, it's just it's sublime. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Although having said that. I do like some B-sides. I like the B-side of Rio by Duran Duran. It's a song called The Chauffeur. Amazing. Um, and then I also really like the B-side of Soft Cell's Tainted Love because they sing, um, what was it? Uh, baby, baby, where does my love, or where does our love go? That's They're all on Spotify now, by the way, so you've got no excuse not to listen to these. But yeah, anyway, I'm getting carried away talking about music. I'm one of those music nerds. I just want you to know that I'm not one of those music nerds. Um... But yeah, anyway, I'm waffling on here. Um, so yeah, this has been it pretty much. We'll be back again next week for one of these. And uh, if you haven't already, go check out manandroom.co.uk. Loads of stuff popping up on there now. I'm going to say it now, daily blog. There you go. I've been doing a daily blog now for the last 10 days. So it is something there. If I'd stopped doing it now, at least you've got 10 days of weird blog posts to read because uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, so yeah, I'm off social media. I'm now just on manandroom.co.uk. So yeah. Anyway, until the next time, this has been me, and uh, I will see you next week. Goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of, in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.